Welcome to Disrupting Leadership, where we redefine leadership for a post-pandemic era. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Myers, founder of Evolve the Leadership Evolution, where we help leaders accomplish all of their goals without negatively impacting their quality of life. I'm an Air Force veteran, mother of three young, beautiful children, and I have a PhD in organizational development and leadership. Welcome to all my evolutionary leaders. So today I decided to do a podcast episode around an actual question from one of our evolutionary leaders. So we do this five-day workshop series called The Evolution of Leadership, where we really deep dive into what exactly is leadership development, how should it be created, how do we create our own leadership development, and you've heard a lot of that over this podcast episode. I've turned it into podcast episodes. So I wanted to cap off kind of that series with this question that happened live in our Q&A session for that actual workshop. So this is from Kiana, and her question was, is it possible for your personal brand to evolve over time? And if so, how are you able to keep and maintain your original audience? So I thought that was a really unique question and something that has so many different layers to it. And we actually have an entire portion of our six-week leadership challenge called Evolve Yourself that's all around developing your personal brand. We deep dive into it, how to create it. So I kind of wanted to talk about that and dive into some of the concepts and theories behind how you can promote your personal brand as a professional, as a leader. So you don't necessarily even have to be a leader. But basically what it comes down to is when it comes to personal branding, there are a lot of misconceptions. Some people think that personal branding is all about self-promotion. Others believe that you have to be famous in order to have a personal brand. But the truth is that personal branding is really much more so about developing your unique leadership style. So what is it that makes us different and unique and authentic when we are in a leadership role? So it's about creating an authentic identity that resonates with your target audience and that target audience will evolve and change. So when we go back to Kiana's question about, you know, does your personal brand evolve over time? Is it possible for it to evolve over time? The answer is a resounding yes, absolutely. We want it to evolve over time because our audience is going to change over time. When we're working toward a particular promotion or maybe we want to change jobs or we're career hopping or, you know, even when we have major life milestones, when we become a parent or a spouse or, you know, we get into that long-term relationship or we suddenly have to take care of aging parents and we hit all these major milestones, it changes us and it changes our target audience and our personal brand has to adjust and change. I can tell you right now, my personal brand is so drastically different than it was seven years ago before I had children. My oldest is five and a half right now. And uh, I am such a different person now than I was then. And the reason for that is because of that major life milestone. And that does impact how I show up at work. It impacts how I lead. And so it's that's why we talk about this holistic concept of leadership, where we have to embrace all of the different facets of our life because it changes and it evolves our personal brand. It changes how we show up at work. And so that personal brand really helps us create that authentic identity that resonates with that target audience, that ever-shifting target. 
So in this podcast, we're really going to talk about some tips for professionals who want to develop their personal brand and talk about how it should evolve and change and some exercises that we can do at these major milestones or when we want to shift careers or when we're going after a new job or maybe we started at a new company. All of those changes or desired changes, we need to readdress these questions and these tips that we're going to talk about today. So if we're serious about personal branding, then we need to start by kind of creating this personal personal mission statement. And this is just an overview of kind of what we're going to talk about. We're going to deep dive here in a few moments. So that personal mission statement is a really short, concise statement that articulates our purpose in life at this particular moment. So it should be something that we can easily remember and reference when we're making decisions about our careers. And a lot of that comes down to values. So the personal mission statement are our principles that guide our decision-making process, and they should be aligned with our personal mission statement. So once we have that personal mission statement, we begin to identify those core values. It needs to be aligned with our personal mission statement, and we make adjustments and decisions in our life based off of those core values. So let me give you an example. I had this client, we actually just wrapped up 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching, leadership coaching, and we talked about kind of his life plan and his desires and how he wants to move forward in life. And I said, well, what drives your decision-making? He didn't really know that. So we went back to the basics and we did a values exercise. And that values exercise, I had him, you know, narrow down, okay, what are, here's a whole list of values that we can have. What are some values that we, that resonate with us? Just circle them all. And we started off, you know, circling like 30 of those values. Then we narrowed it down to 10. Then we narrowed it down to five. And those top five core values are what I told him he needs to base all decision making off of. So should we move on to a different career? Should we apply for this job? Should we move to a different location? All of those were things that were going through this person's mind. And so I said, okay, well, let's start with your career. Does your current job align with your personal values? And he says, right, he said, right now in this moment, yes, it does. And I said, great. Will it align with your personal values in three years? No. He didn't anticipate that it would. I said, okay, well, then we know that right now this is a good opportunity for you and we need to stay here at least until some of these other things settle into place. And then we'll start talking about how can we shift to a career that really fully embodies who you are as a person. And then we talked about, okay, does where you currently live align with your core values? 100% no. Like it was very distinct. No. And they actually, no kidding, like throughout this process, it took only about three weeks. They moved. They picked up and moved to a different city where he could still commute into his current job, but they moved to a different city that better aligned with their core values. And I told him to have his wife do the same thing and figure out where the overlapping core values are and to always make the joint decisions based on the core values of both of them, and particularly those overlapping core values. And so they did that and picked up and moved. And it really helped shape his life to be better in alignment with his core values. And so that's why it's so important to really dive deep into our personal brands and make decisions based off of those core values. 
So after we've developed those or identified those core values and developed our personal mission statement, it's time to start thinking about how we want to communicate our brand to the world. So what are some of the ways that we can share our stories? So we might, maybe we want to, you know, hop on social media and share our stories. We might want to write a blog. We might want to create an online course. We might want to start speaking at events. We might want to volunteer at an employee resource group, you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to communicate outward. It could just be that you're communicating your brand inward to your family, to your team, to, you know, just smaller circles. And maybe it's just with yourself to start off with. So it doesn't have to be this huge, big communication to the world. It's just where do we start to really embody and show our personal brand? And I will tell you another story about someone that was in a workshop of of mine. We did personal branding for a four-hour workshop. We actually called it Beyond Professionalism. And um, I will give you my perspective of this person. So there was a person in the audience, and we were talking about kind of aligning our core values, creating our core values, creating our personal brand, and making sure that it's aligned with everything in our life, where we live, our job, so that we don't have to show up as someone that we're not. And you've heard me say this in my podcast episodes before, but when we show up as someone that we're not, when we're stepping into someone else's shoes, that creates dissonance in our energy. There's actually quantum physics behind this. I've brought quantum physics into the conversation a couple of different times um, because I'm a nerd about it. But there's dissonance in our energy. When we have that dissonance, it creates friction. When we have friction, it creates heat. And what happens when something gets too hot? It falls apart. And so something is going to break. Something is going to fall apart if we stay out of alignment with who we truly are. If we're trying to step into someone else's shoes, if we're trying to be someone that we're not, it's going to cause something to break, whether mental, physical, or emotional something will break in us. And I could tell that this person in the audience was a little uncomfortable. There were clues about what they were wearing that showed their personal brand, but they were a little bit muted. So, and their true personal brand, they had a rainbow watch. Um, I believe it may have even been in June, you know, for Pride Month. I can't remember the exact month that we did this workshop. But it was a month around Pride Month, and they were, you know, kind of visibly showing off a little bit of their pride, but in a very muted sense. And the more that we dug into this person's personal brand and story, we could tell that their current job, and I'm trying not to have any identifying information here, but their current job was not in alignment with their personal values. This person, they couldn't show up the way that they truly wanted to at their job because of the values of the job and the company itself. And so there was dissonance there. This person was trying to show up as someone that they were not. And you could tell as we kind of dug deeper into it how uncomfortable this made them. Like, I love the people I work with. I love the job. I don't love the core values of the organization. It doesn't allow me to truly be who I am. And that, I don't know for sure whether they stayed in that current position or not, but if they did, after several years, if not less time than that, something would have broken. 
And so it's really important to do these types of exercises to see where that dissonance is. Okay, is the dissonance with where I currently live? Is it with my current organization? Is it with my current team? Is it with my current boss? You know, is there dissonance? And if there's alignment, then that's beautiful and wonderful. There's alignment in this moment. As soon as there's a massive shift, some sort of life change, then we need to reevaluate and go back to our core values. Okay, has that changed our core values? I'm going to tell you right now, becoming a parent changed my core values. So we make decisions based on other values than what I would have seven years ago. So all of that needs to be taken into consideration. And so the important thing is to really be strategic about how we communicate our personal brand with the world. We want to make sure or with people. If you don't want to go totally to the world yet, right? We want to make sure that we're reaching the right people with the right method. So when we think about that, how do we successfully communicate our personal brand? Well, let's talk about brands in general before we dive into how do we communicate it, because it's important to understand the foundation of brands. So when we look at a couple of very recognizable brands, Apple is one of them. So Apple Apple challenged the world to think different was their motto for a long time. And that was the brand that we actually still kind of hold on to when it becomes Apple. There's this extreme identity for Apple users, right? We're proud that we're Apple users. And yes, I am one of them, <laughs> but we're proud. We're like, oh, you use, you don't use an Apple. You don't have a MacBook. What, who are you? Are you living in the dinosaur age? Right? That's kind of the way that some people embody this identity of being an Apple user. And so Apple itself, the company, created this brand that people began to identify with and become a part of just as customers, not even as employees of this organization. Look at Nike as well. So Nike encouraged people, regardless of age, gender, or physical fitness level, to just do it. Many of us grew up with that motto of Nike to just do it. Just get it done. Dunkin' Donuts is another one. America runs on Dunkin'. It's persuaded, Dunkin' Donuts has persuaded busy professionals to drink their coffee. They used to just be known as donuts. And now coffee is a massive part of Dunkin' Donuts branding. And it's because they were able to find a brand that people were willing to follow. And so as leaders, we need to have this kind of same personal brand, this this identity that encourages people to follow us that we embrace as our true core selves so we don't have that dissonance in our energy, so we have that resonance in our energy, so that people that feel comfortable with the energy that we're putting off follow us and feel a part of that identity. They have their own personal brand as well, of course, but it meshes successfully and well. If there's someone we don't get along with on our team, you can sense that dissonance when our personal values clash or, you know, when our personal brands clash, when there's something that's just not right there, we feel that we understand that it makes us uncomfortable. It gives us anxiety as leaders. And it's one of the hardest things about leadership. Just in a workshop on safe spaces for fearless leaders, which is all about, uh, difficult conversations in the workplace and those difficult conversations in the workplace the number one thing that people said 
when I pull and I've pulled my audience for every single time I've given this workshop and that's, you know, numerous times I've pulled my audience. What is the one thing that makes difficult conversations the most uncomfortable, the most difficult? Why do we dread them? And when it comes down to is emotions, but emotions are the number one thing that makes us human. It's what differentiates us from animals, which animals we know can emote, but they can't successfully communicate those emotions in the same way. That makes sense. Um, some would argue that my dog does for sure, but uh, you know, that's a different story. It's it, We operate in emotions in a different manner. It's what differentiates us as human beings to have those emotions, to feel those emotions, to live in those emotions, to communicate with those emotions. But that's the hardest thing about leadership is that we all have these emotions and we don't want people to get emotional. But I'm here to tell you right now, we need to disrupt leadership and we need to embrace those emotions because they're going to be there no matter what. And those emotions need to be recognized and understood as part of our personal brand. So the bottom line is a strong brand such as Apple, Duncan, you know, Starbucks, Nike, all of those big ones that you can think of. When I say Starbucks, I bet immediately you visualize visualize that green mermaid, right? So that strong brand, it stands out in a crowd. And what it does for those companies is it gains more sales, it increases awareness, you get better customer experiences as a result, you get followers that are super committed to your products and only your products. A good example of that is Coke first Pepsi. Right? Are you a Coke person or you're a Pepsi person? For me, I'm neither. I don't drink soda. But you know what I'm saying. Like, if you're a Coke person, you are a Coke person. If you're a Pepsi person, you're a Pepsi person. And you will fight and you will knock heads because of that. And so we don't necessarily want to create that dichotomy as leaders. But we want to have a brand that people recognize as us. People want to be on our team. The right people who resonate with us are want to join our team. They want to follow us. They want to be a part of that. Or if we're not quite a leader yet and we're trying to break through into a new role or a new industry or a new career path, we want something that stands out that says, I am unique and different and I'm going to bring something special to your organization. So when we build our personal brand, we have to communicate a unique identity and a clear value to our potential employers, to our clients, to our team members, to our potential team members, to our leaders, etc. And so we really need to do this by diving deep into our personal values and by creating that personal mission statement. And we dive even further into that. There are really four components of that when we dive deep into personal branding with uh, Evolve Yourself, our six-week leadership challenge. So how do we then, I told you though, I tell you, how do we communicate that? Well, what we need to do is we need to figure out if we're showing up as our whole selves. That's the biggest thing. So how many of us feel that we can show up as the same person at work and at home? So I want us to reflect on that again. How many of us feel we can show up as the same person both at work and at home? I'm going to guess that there's not too many of us that can. And if you can show up as the same person at work and at home, you are on it. Your personal brand is on it. But if we feel like we have to put on a different hat when we get home, maybe we have to put on our mom hat or our caregiver hat or, you know, our soccer coach hat or whatever the case may be. And we're not we're trying to show up and embody a different 
personality and a different persona in that role, then there's dissonance. We need to be comfortable enough to show up as the same person at work, at home, as that soccer coach, as that mom, as that caregiver, as that, you know, dog dad, whatever the case may be, we always want to show up as that same person. And in order to show up as our whole selves, our personal brand must match the culture in each of those locations. That's where the dissonance really is. So we need to figure that out by diving a little bit deeper into that. Do we match the culture? Do we match the values of each of those different locations? If we do, then that's when we're successfully communicating our personal brand because we just show up as us. You guys, there's no secret sauce to communicating our personal brand. Instead, we just need to show up as our true selves. We need to wear what we're comfortable with. We need to stand for what we are, what we want to stand for. We need to be able to successfully communicate that without judgment. And I know that's not always possible in our day and age, but I'm telling you there are places where it is possible. And if you feel complete dissonance right now between where you are and your personal brand, it may be time to consider making a change. Go back to your values. Go back to that values exercise. Figure out what values you stand for. Narrow it down to 10 and then 5 and make every decision based off of those values. So I'm going to end today with a little quote by William Aruda. And it, what William says is that personal branding is not about you. It's about putting your stamp on the value you deliver to others. We've talked a lot about you today because personal branding you know, really does involve diving deep into you and our values and our personal mission statement. But the bottom line is that when we embody our personal brand it's about putting our stamp on the value we deliver to others okay so hopefully you enjoyed that little bit about personal branding please download our app at the link in the show notes we provide free resources and we provide a community of evolutionary leaders we are available on so the app is available in the google play store it's also available in the app store for apple I'm laughing because we just talked about that kind of tension between Apple and non-Apple users. Um, So this relates. We have it in both places. We also have it online. If you go to www.evolve.vision and you click on the community tab, you can access our community that way as well. So you can download the app on your phone. You can access it via a web browser. So come join us. Declare your personal brand we'd love to hear what it is you know what your top five values are and how you're aligning with that so let us know in the app and then if you know of a leader or an organization that would make a good guest please reach out to us in the app or email us at hello at evolve.vision that's h-e-l-l-o at e-v-o-l-v-e dot v-i-s-i-o-n We want to hear from you. We want feedback. We love feedback and we want to know how we can continue to provide value. So make sure you connect with us via the app. Send us an email. Find us on social, wherever. LinkedIn is a great place to find us and give us that feedback. Thank you so much, everyone. And I hope you have a wonderful day.